Yo! My name is Mackin, and I'm here to say that I'm the greatest rapper in the USA. I've got a lot of swag, and I've got a lot of money. I also think that I am in incredibly funny. I, I tell lots of good jokes, and everyone is my friend. I um, My favorite Radiohead album is actually The Benz. Oh, not true. Um, I do love The Benz, though. Uh, welcome, everyone. It's a happy, sad talk thing. It is a day. It's just a day. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care about anything. Okay? I don't have any attachment in this world. Everything means nothing to me, in the words of Elliot Smith. Because fuck you. In the words, as those are the words of Mac and Carol. Because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be a charming individual. I really want to be fun, upbeat in there. I, I really want to do this intro and be like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up? Make sure to be nice. <laughs> okay, see you. Um, I'm just tired. Not your problem. Anyways, um,. This conversation is a really awesome one uh, I had with Katie Gavin, who is the lead singer of um, dark pop girl band Muna. Um, she is a fascinating individual, um, and I've been trying to track her down a lot to do this podcast, but she's obviously very busy because her band is killing it, and uh, they're about to... They might actually be on tour right now with Group Love, but uh, this was... Um, I was talking to her uh, when they got back from doing some shows. I think they played at Lollapalooza. Anyways, they were around doing cool stuff because they're a cool band on the rise. And um, she was cool enough to sit down, talk with me. They think they just finished an album that's going to, like, they just finished recording it or something. Um, anyways, smart, cool different thinking person you know what i'm saying I, I love having conversations like this where <laughs> just a lot of the shit that i find myself uh concepts that i find myself attached to get get challenged um in a cool way you know i don't know katie thinks about the world um i don't know very thoroughly and very like i i uh i don't know i admire her her worldview and i'm kind of fascinated by it so it was fun to pick her brain for a hot sec Anyways, hope you dig the conversation, friends, and uh, go take a nap because you just you're everything is gonna be fine, and you just you could use the sleep. Take care, everybody. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad. It's probably also because I have like my BDSM cross on the wall, but it's not. No, I like that. I was, uh, I was looking, I was reading that. Um, what's that one? Yours truly. Yours truly. When I talked about it, yeah. 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 It. I. I mean, I. I don't see the resemblance to the crucifix. I see it so clearly. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because look at the points. Maybe it's because I hung it myself, so I know where the points are. But it's like. 
Yeah. This is the long one, and then if you draw a line like across, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. I'll I mean, if it. you follow those down. <laughs> also, when I fr- originally hung it, like the um, collar was much more like tightly bound, so it mm. was more. It was more just a point rather than a, a line down. Maybe I could like uh, try and move it like horizontally so it was more of a cross, but I don't know. I see it. Yeah, this is more of a gotcha podcast where I'm like, hey, that's not really a cross. <laughs> you fucking lied. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I want to get more stuff on my walls. Like, that's it's kind of funny that that ended up being the only thing. I've been waiting. A friend of mine um, was going to, she embroidered. She's a fashion designer. And yeah. she was going to uh, make me an embroidered curtain to put there. And uh, But she works, like, two jobs and... Because I don't, like, do shit when I'm home. I feel too (laughs) guilty about being, like, where the fuck is my curtain? Yeah. So I haven't bought another curtain, and I that was going to be, like, my other piece of art. I thought it would be cool to have, like, a curtain artwork. Um, But, yeah, that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) I feel you. It's very very pink. It's, like, not a letdown from the the Muna aesthetic that's on the internet. Yeah. You live in a big pink building. I know. Yeah, that's what I... It, but it's funny. Like, the light in here is horrible, but at, um, like, from, like, 8.30 in the morning to maybe 10.30, th- like, this whole room is, like, super pink because the light comes in through there and everything gets reflected off the walls outside, so... Nice. Yeah. Do you like... Sh- should I be alone? doing this? Should you be... Would, like, are we already doing recording, this? or is it... We can. I mean, oh, we're it, not. we are recording. Oh, okay. But we can, like, I can edit this out. <laughs> should you be doing I this? just wasn't sure. What do you mean? Should you be doing? I was just not sure <laughs> if we were just like ready, like we were talking, oh. or if we were like ready to go. This is what, this what is I it. naturally. I do. mean, I'm sorry if it's a letdown, but <laughs> it's not much more than this for an hour or two. You know? No, that's fine. This, I just like I, I was wondering if I took too naturally. Like I was too ready to be like. So yeah. <laughs> No, if you this look is, around. This is it. I love it. Um, do you enjoy living alone? Is that something that you are into? Or? Yeah. When I first like um, moved in by myself, I was like really happy. Um, I had been kind of bouncing around for a while. It was after um, my breakup and I lived in Long Beach with my aunt for a few months. And then I lived in Glendale with a coworker and um, I was like really unhappy um, not because of my aunt or my coworker. It was just like, I, I didn't feel like I had a space to like express myself. And I also just like really like my alone time. Um, but I also struggle with it sometimes. Like when I first moved in alone, I was, um, reading about just like being single in general and like, um, solitude and, uh, things that you need to do to kind of like uh, safeguard, you know, so that you don't get yeah. really, really sad if you <laughs> if you like get sad. I think, and you live alone and and you're single, it's easy to get like really, really sad really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm about to move in alone for the first time, so I'm sort of like taking, yeah taking notes. Yeah. Um. Well, do you have friends that live close to you? It'll be by school, so it'll be like so. Well, it's like different because you're in <laughs> school and you're gonna see people all the fucking time, so. Yeah, you're going to be okay, I think. Um yeah. in that in that uh situation, I feel like it's nice to just like b- have time on your own at the end of the day. Yeah. Um to escape people that I wish I had lived alone in school. It seems very smart. 
Um, I'm, I'm trying it. I had too many people for my liking last year. And mm-hmm. It's weird because I like I love being alone, but I'm also a very lonely person. So I'm wondering like where the line is. I'm the same way, and it's really <laughs> confusing and it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, because yeah, it's hard to like calibrate. Because it's like I just need the love of everyone around me, but also I hate everyone so much. Like please I have leave me alone. The same friend that was gonna make my curtain. Um, <laughs> her boyfriend like asked her recently if i was okay because he they're always like sleeping and it's like one in the morning and he like rolls over because she got a text and it's always me <laughs> being like hey emily like here's a selfie of my, like myself that i took for no reason and decided to send you at one in the morning and it's like yeah i'm really needy like yeah with my friendships and with really anything i'm very emotionally demanding um I really think that I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think moving to Echo Park, like part of my thinking there was like, there's so much going on around here. European pillow, dude. Getting a a pillow. This is a comfortable pillow. When these arrived, I was like, this is too white. This is like too perfectly (laughs) white. It's going to like fuck up the vibe here. But now I'm very happy with them. I like they're so so specifically soft. You should actually get big pillows if you're going to live by yourself because they're great for spooning. Yes. And this guy is good, too. If you if you need like a this guy refers to a teddy bear. Um just anything that resembles like a human form that helps sometimes. Right. Uh, <laughs> Good to know. But yeah, I wanted to live in a, a in a populated area where shit's going on because yeah, it would make it easier to um, meet up with people and to lure people to um, spend time with me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. My also one of my best childhood friends like just moved from Chicago to like a 10 minute walk from from me which has been amazing because she's a very like happy strong-willed like proactive person yeah so she'll text me and be like want to get coffee and i'm like i never want to get out of bed (laughs) again and she's just like let's get coffee and i'm like okay and then you know living seems fine it's good to have those people yeah i think that's important i feel you on the like I'm so needy, but I like really want to be perceived as super not needy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what sign are you? I'm Virgo Leo cusp. I'm right on the. And my um, mom is a Leo. Mm-hmm. What do you know astrology things? Can you tell me about myself? Well, I know them mainly through Naomi. She was just telling me about Leo. She was like, your mom is obviously a Leo. And I was <laughs> like, that's so weird that you said that. Um, they're like very, you know, strong-willed. You're kind of like a Capricorn, I feel like. I'm oh, just spewing. Cool. I love it. But I'm a Capricorn. Um like very strong-willed, productive people, but also like really stubborn. Yeah. Um What month is Capricorn? Uh I was born at the end of December. I feel like it's like December and January. Mm. Like end and beginning of the year. Um but yeah. I I do find myself to be like independent but yeah i don't know maybe we just like don't have the right words for it in our language yeah because i don't want to need other people i don't know how to explain it like so many people in my life recently have been telling me that i need to like whether it's like just casually like when they're saying goodbye or like more seriously when we're having a more serious conversation tell me that i need to take care of myself yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, take care of yourself. Or like, Katie, like, you got to learn how to right. take care of yourself. Um, and I think that that's like kind of, you could maybe place that at the crux of it because 
I think of myself as independent um, because I like don't I don't really want to be like high maintenance but that's because i don't take care of myself and then because i don't take care of myself like in actuality i end up like really needing other people things from other people yeah (laughs) it's quite pleasant (laughs) for those that are close to me i feel you it's weird like what a basic thing that is like of course i gotta take care of myself but you know when somebody says it to you like that that to me is always like the most like significant thing like i was i was at this retreat recently this like oh. meditation retreat thing at this like buddhist monastery san diego cool and there was like this little circle thing at the end of it <laughs> where everybody just like sort of talks and it doesn't like give each other advice but you just sort of talk and there's just no end to it and so i just was just kind of rambling for a long time <laughs> about being lonely and 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 having a lot of love for my friends but not being able to receive it ever and always focusing on like the very specific lack of love in my life, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of making that the whole deal. And there was like just a resounding from like different people at different times that were just like, you just, you got to be a better friend to yourself, <laughs> you know? Mm. And anytime there's that kind of like emotional feedback that I get from people in like a significant situation, that's always the answer. It's just like, I am way too hard on myself, you know? Yeah. Or whatever, or like every week in therapy or whatever. That's That seems to be the core thing, you know? And it's weird because I forget, and it's like... Yeah. Like, it's just... It's, <laughs> I'm just point. laughing because I'm just thinking <laughs> in my head. I'm like, it's just really hard because I do hate myself, so <laughs> I don't want to be my friend. Yeah, it's because weird. Because I really <laughs> suck. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I hate myself, but I'm fucking also like, so obsessed with myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes i was um listening i listened to brian's podcast with you and like oh cool um i was and i also listened to rosie's because those are two people that i really love and um it's funny because i was like thinking like oh, i hope like i don't have to like talk about other things like <laughs> other musicians because like i don't know anything <laughs> about anything i just think about myself all the time yeah like i yeah. don't <laughs> um, I'm not obsessed with anything except for literally myself. Um, yeah. What do you think that is? That like that weird, insecure narcissism. That's I'm gonna put that on me. I'm not gonna narcissistic put that personality disorder. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it's like if I think I'm so great, why do I think I'm such a big piece of shit all the time? You know. Yes. It's weird. These are the questions. <laughs> These are the questions. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. I well, okay. Is being obsessed with yourself really like thinking that you're really great? Um, That's true. I guess. I guess what those do you mean when you say you're obsessed with yourself? Like you're thinking about your own life and like how to better your life all the time, or like what are what do you spend your time? Th- or is it that you're kind of obsessed with like other? You get like fixated on other people, but it's really about yourself. Like, what do you mean? Hmm. No one's ever asked me this question. <laughs> Because I don't actually know what I mean when yeah, I say I'm obsessed with myself. I say it more as like a, uh, the last girl I dated, you just would just call me a narcissist all the time. Just because like I would like rewatch my Snapchat stories and be like, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and do you listen to your own songs like all the time? Yeah, yeah. pretty often. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But not, it's not, it, it's not always in like a, wow, what's a great song to put on my song? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, an extension of self-analysis, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what I mean. But sometimes I'm like really like 
oh, like, you know, I, I enjoy who I am, you know, and I'm I like, uh, I'm like, oh, man, glad I get to, because, I, I, you know, I can have a conversation with myself and be like, <laughs> thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, that's what I was listening to at the beginning of Brian's <laughs> podcast. It's like you laughed way more. I know during my own monologue. Yeah, you laughed way more. That's the narcissism thing. Is like I could record hours of just me talking. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then there's like so much insecurity that I like need I don't know what I'm saying will we live in such a comparative (laughs) culture like sometimes I wonder and there's so much ample opportunity for us to like record ourselves why are you still laughing I'm just laughing at you (laughs) listening to me laughing at myself during my realizing how ridiculous it is (laughs) I mean I didn't like have that explicit thought (laughs) until just now but it is true um but yeah I think that there's there's ample opportunity for us to like watch ourselves and like look at different reflections of ourselves and create those reflections of ourselves and then try and see i think a lot of that we do because we want to see how it like uh lines up with um other reflections of other people um but like also the more that we do that like the more clouded it gets it's really hard like i'm so interested in um my own like attractiveness my own like talent like i want to know realistically like how good am i like am i better than other people or no (laughs) am i like am i like really good at just overall you know like what's my overall score (laughs) yeah (laughs) or is it kind of just and the thing that sucks is that i kind of feel like i'm like pretty good (laughs) (laughs) i'm not great and that just kills me because i I wish i was great (laughs) so i'll keep like recording and like being obsessed with myself because i want to find evidence that i'm great but i don't know (laughs) that's fascinating i don't know 91 (laughs) that's such a high score that's are you scoring yourself a 91 and a (laughs) minus (laughs) <laughs> no, I was scoring you for yourself so you oh, can just, so you can move on to the next Thank process you. in your life. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like cuz you know how people say I would not give myself a 91. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to de- develop like the scoring chart. Yeah, I was going to say that's a very complicated yeah, rubric. I'm like <laughs> but I'm like aware of so much about myself like I know like a lot of the different ways that my face isn't symmetrical. Yeah. You know. Do you know that about your own face? No, but I was talking to a friend recently. <laughs> and I was talking about something very serious. I was talking about this. Like, I was oh, I was just talking about, you know, girl stuff. And then this girl I was talking to just goes, okay, I'm totally listening, but your nose looks completely different to me now than it looked like ever before. <laughs> what? What a thing to say to anybody. I haven't been punched. or. What were you doing? Like, I have is no it the idea. light that you were in, perhaps? I don't know. I have I have less hair on the sides of my head now. Maybe it frames my <laughs> nose in a new way. That's crazy. Anyways. Yeah. You gotta know your angles. (laughs) You gotta know. Maybe it was your angles. Who knows? But you're you're hyper aware of the details of your facial structure. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think I don't know how normal that is. Maybe that's not normal. No, like I'm very aware. Like especially whenever I have like pimples or things, like Mm. it's always like I make them a bigger. Well, what's been interesting is that we've like had I have people other people take pictures of me way more now 
than mm-hmm. I did before. Like I have, I have to do yeah. photo shoots yeah. and stuff like that. And like, what are those like? Um, we've gotten better at them as a whole. Yeah. It's really funny to see us like doing them because, um, there was like one woman who the first, uh, woman who took our press picks, um, was this awesome woman named Jack. And she told us like that we should just kind of like slowly dance <laughs> with each other. <laughs> and we took it like very seriously. Cause literally we don't know how to do it. Like otherwise, like yeah. it's either we're doing that or we're like standing completely still. And like we freeze up and yeah. it, you're, there's a higher chance of like getting a good photograph. If you're like moving at least a little bit and breathing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why there's so many pictures of us like, holding hands with each other weirdly yeah because we're all kind of like if you like looked at what we were actually doing it's like this weird dance yeah um but yeah i think i think that that's maybe made me think about it more than i used to also i'm really obsessed with um naomi's face because she's so beautiful and she's also um she's biracial she's half black and half white and Mm -hmm. when you are um biracial you're more like heterogeneous genius if you're looking for me for confirmation, <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> I'm not going to be able <laughs> oh, to get it to you. Shit. Um, well, it's like the way that um, your like chromosomes line up or switch or do something. As opposed to homogenous, like heterogeneous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> but like, it, basically, the reason that we have asymmetry is because when... Um, we're building ourselves sometimes like the instruction gets a little bit flubbed mm. and when you're um when you have when you're more hetero yeah <laughs> then uh you're more likely to get it right so that's why biracial people are super symmetrical okay and they're like really beautiful and so i think that's part of the reason why i started thinking about symmetry um this is <laughs> now i've led <laughs> us to this point symmetry so I'm curious about something um, like what what is this extra thing? Um, you're, you look so you, worried. I thought, just I thought you were like picking something off of your pants and you were I like, was. There's what a little the hit. fuck is this? Oh, no, like, excuse me. Like, I wanted to talk about this. You were like, why is this on my fucking <laughs> pant leg? No, 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 no. There was a there was a hair thing. Yeah, think, it's all from the carpet. Oh, OK. Could yeah. be from my house. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta plug in my computer real quick. Okay. But um Do you want a refill on your smoothie? Is that an option? Yeah, there's a ton more. Oh my gosh, yes please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But um <laughs> on your I think it was a Facebook status or something, you were like, I've realized lately that I'm extra extra. Yeah. Oh, th- were you no doing research you're trying to think about? what questions to ask no I, I this is just me casually observing like oh, your okay. social media world you know in presence i did have i did a little, little research i want yeah I, it would be super cool if i was like no <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> and then, <laughs> but no, I, I read some articles and but, i but changed this, my this was pre-reading articles i read some articles last night when i was when we we're like oh fuck i'm doing this tomorrow <laughs> like oh you read some muna articles I read some muna articles i thought you meant you read articles on extra no i didn't is Go that ahead. a thing yeah, I mean, not art, probably not articles on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have never. Well, that's why I'm just so. Con- you don't know the term. I have, don't know the term. Oh, okay, I'm not hip. Um, yeah, and I also changed my Instagram handle to Lil Miss Extra right. for a minute, but it looks like Lil Miss Extra, which was fine. Like I was right. like that kind of works too, but um, but then I thought of Mary Poppins and I like that better. 
Um, nice. I was a big fan of Little Tits Boogie. I know. I kind of want to go back, <laughs> but I don't know if I can. You know, like, is that weird to change it and then miss it and then get back together with your that. Instagram handle? I, I've done that many times. I've been not Cuba Gooding Jr. for like. Yeah, that's like what a I know you time. as. It would and be weird if you changed I it. Was r- I was rainbow weed for a few days. <laughs> my friend had a skateboard with like rainbow colored marijuana leaves. <laughs> cool. Chill. But then I just. I missed, mm. you know, anyways. You're probably extra sometimes. Um, oh, boy. I'm just guessing. I don't know for sure, but yeah. extra is uh, when you're doing the most. Actually, Caitlin Nodi texted me to ask me about it, too, and I ended up, we just ended up sending, like, selfie a selfie thread to each other, mm-hmm. and she was like, is this extra? And I was like, absolutely. Um, it's kind of like it can apply to different situations i think at that time i was talking about my personal life and how i like uh, something like very casual like i'll be in like a casual like thing with somebody and i'll just be very extra like I'm thinking too much about it. <laughs> I'm thinking too much about it. I'm like getting too emotional. I'm okay. like, dr- it's a little bit like dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, over the top or heady. Yeah. Over the top. I mean, literally like overflowing from the top, like extra, <laughs> you know, there's like, it's more than you needed. Okay. It, you're doing more than you needed to do. Yeah. And you, d- and it's not clear why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that I'm extra and and naturally, and then the life that I have right now kind of like brings it out way more because when Mm. I'm home sometimes, sometimes I'm really, really busy and that's when I'm the best because, or that's when I'm happiest because I don't really have like extra time and energy to, to put into being extra. But when I'm free, I just like go crazy. It's normally about other people. Um. Yeah, it just kind of means like, wow, I'm dramatic. I need to fucking stop or like take a chill pill. But I'm just not yeah. a chill person. I'm extra. So do you find when you have like more shit to do that you feel like better about yourself? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Do you? Yeah, like when I have nothing to like, it's weird. Like a lot of my self worth is in like my like productivity, you know, because that's like a. It's a very, like, easy way to make sure you're not a piece of shit, you mm-hmm. know, if you're, like, doing stuff. Yeah. So it's hard for me to, like, <coughs> like not do stuff sometimes, you know. Yeah. And still be like, I'm a good person, and I'm going to, like, not, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> what do you, you consider know? to be, like, stuff, you know? Because I feel like uh, I when I moved here, like... I I made some changes where I was like, okay, I'm going to spend, I'm like a really cheap person for no reason. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try and like spend some money. Like I'm going to get like a gym membership and I'm going to like get myself like a skincare routine for the half of the smoothie that I'm drinking. I thought that was pretty cheap. Wait, I build you. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm going to let you do the talking. (laughs) 
I'm doing a little bit. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Anyways. You're trying to bury yourself now? Yeah. Because I'm not going to exist for the rest of this interview. You got the headphones. You can, you can hear me. You were making cool points. And I really do real things. My genuine confusion. I was like, did I Venmo request him? Like, and just completely forget about it. Venmo request for 350 for yeah. half of smoothie. No, I, I am going to charge you for this. Though. Okay. It's going to be an interview. <laughs> Thank you for going along with my joke. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm gonna charge you for it now. <laughs> oh, well, now I've earned it. <laughs> I think now it's charging for this shitty joke. Okay. Um, extra. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. I'm oh, s- you oh, were no, saying okay. doing stuff. Yeah, like sometimes you're doing stuff <laughs> and you're not like making anything or helping anyone else. <laughs> um, why is that funny? <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because sometimes I do stuff and I'm like, I'm doing stuff and I'm not helping anybody and yeah I'm still i think i have rewarding a, myself i think i have too narrow of a definition of like doing stuff yeah like and then i think that makes me a little bit more sad than i need to be mm-hmm. because like i was talking to my my close friend moira recently and she's like yeah. she's a really awesome morning person like mm-hmm. i lived with her one summer and it's just lovely to like see her get up and like make her, you know, French press coffee and, like, listen to the radio and, like, yeah. eat her, like, granola that's, like, technically a dessert because there's so much chocolate in it, but it's, like, she's just doing that. And it's, like, a great morning, you know? And yeah, man. I want to try to be more like Moira because yeah. that, that's doing something. Yeah, I feel you. With Moira specifically, like, she'll often just be sitting in the sun eating an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying the sunlight i'm just like what that's awesome <laughs> it just a peeled avocado like she an just apple has like, she just has like a fork and like two halves of an avocado and is just going to town <laughs> Wait, enjoying the sun okay i'm experiencing something right now where i don't know if one you've made up a character <laughs> named moira or two you've mistaken who i'm of, talking about okay <laughs> we're thinking about two different moiras yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was like I just said yes. I'm over two on the last <laughs> things that I've said. I said yes because I was like, sure. Never mind. There's a Moira that's a pumpkin. I know. I know who you're talking about now. And of course you thought I was talking about that Moira because her name's Moira. Like, it is Moira and I can see Moira getting up and making coffee. Yeah, no. And I could see her being my friend too, but I don't personally know that Moira. But she seems cool. Interesting. No, the Moira that She's I know. She's also a big Julian Baker fan, so I assumed. Oh, yeah. I just connected some dots in my mind yeah we connected on that yeah no my moira oh. is um a friend from when i went to nyu and then she yeah. now lives in berlin so not the same moira what was that time in your life like when you were in new york i don't know have we talked about this before no but you were like when you were at forum you mentioned being like, like a shithead no you just said like it was an important year yeah and you were mostly like smoking weed and reading books yeah. And, like, I'm very interested in that, like, concept of, like, taking time to kind of, like, mm-hmm. harvest, you know, and, like, digest things and, like, yeah, in order to get to the next stage. You know? It's funny, like, uh, I'm still, like, having moments where, like, I remember, like, things that I did and made that year. And I'll tell, like, Naomi and Josette and it's become, like, its own genre of, like, you know it's like a subsection of me. Like we were talking about the show goosebumps, um, like yesterday or two days ago. And I was like, yeah, like I just remembered, like I, at one point, like 
sampled like a bunch of sounds from like an episode of Goosebumps and like made this like really long like piece of music out of it. Um and like spent a long time on it and was obsessed with it. Like yeah. I also did things like I wrote um I had written a song in high school and recorded it with um this great guy Jim Tulio in Evanston and I and it was like a acoustic guitar like single or uh, it was like a piano it was an acoustic piano and I reversed it and then like tried to listen to I listened to it a lot like for hours when I was like stoned and then I tried to think about what the sound of the backwards stuff like like evoked like made me feel like and then I like rewrote the lyrics over that and then like I made this like animated video around it and it's like why did I do any of that you know like um all of it was like super isolating and very unrelatable to other people I don't think it it would have like really connected with other people it was like Mm -hmm. really 100% for me I can't say definitively if there was like a purpose to it I just am who I am now and that was like a part of it yeah I don't know um yeah it was totally it was a different year for me than um a lot of my life but I think it showed me tendencies that I have like I think I mentioned in forum like I would sleep a lot like with my shoes on like I can sleep forever when I'm like depressed, um, which is a lot of the time. Uh, and we'll talk about this on, when we go on tour. Like I can sleep on an airplane like so easily. Like even if yeah. I don't really want to, even if I want to be productive <laughs> on an airplane, um, like usually like before takeoff, like I'll read a page of my book and then I pass yeah. out for the entire fucking flight. And um, it's the same in when we're like on drives in the van. Like I sleep all the time. That's like a really small superpower. That's great. Yeah, but the, this is the funny. We were in uh, Colorado uh, very this week, mm-hmm. and um, we did. We bought some edibles and we took them, and we got like way more high than we had anticipated, which we should have anticipated with edibles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was this like really sad moment where. Um, we were in the car on the way back to the airport and people were discussing my um, ability to sleep and how it's like so impressive. And I was like, it's really just like easy. You just like don't want to be awake. You know, like I just never want to be awake. I don't want to be like alive, but I, it, my, my uh, solution to that is just to not want to be awake, you know? Yeah. And everyone was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kitty! <laughs> oh God, it's <laughs> bad. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that that um, it 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 I it helped me learn about that, and it helped me learn the importance of friends like Moira, who would like she would know that I was like sleeping at three p.m. with like my outfit on. Yeah. like full outfit on sh- and and she would like come into my room and just be like I know this is what it is like you gotta <laughs> you know so again yeah I can't take care of myself but I have good friends um yeah. and that's always been kind of important that's awesome I'm totally the opposite like whenever I'm depressed I'm so filled with anxiety that I can't sleep you know what I'm saying and then I'm uh. like lying awake and like mm. you know going in and out of like hot flashes and Depression and, and anxiety are so weird how they in- interact with each other differently mm. in different people. 
Yeah, I had a friend that was like really depressed and anxious in high school, and he would like take antidepressants, and then they would make him anxious, and then he would mm. take anti-anxiety medication to make him depressed. Oh, what a nightmare! Yeah, it was a bummer. But I, I always find, and then well, and then like my lack of sleep starts. It's like a negative feedback loop, you know. It's yeah, like holy shit! <laughs> so you stay up at night when you're sad? Are you like cl- yeah crying? <laughs> 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 uh like, no. what are you doing just like lying there yeah i listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. You stare out the window listen to radiohead you watch tv <laughs> do you netflix binge yeah it depends what i'm doing um like i should read because that always like of the things to do at like at that time that makes me feel the best but yeah. i never choose to yeah reading has been really important for me for much of my life I think specifically starting in like later adolescence till now mm-hmm. it's been like a relationship in my life. You know, I love reading. I think it's super helpful. I miss like, I want to be in like a book group or something because I miss yeah. learning and then being able to like talk to other people about it. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important and people don't do it a lot and it makes me feel better. Like that is something that, yeah. It's, like, for you, but it also feels productive Yeah, in a way that's, like, I can be a better person now when I face the world. Totally. I, like, I'm trying to read more. I recently got a Kindle. Um, Love a Kindle. It's good, man. I got it when I was really, I didn't know I ordered it. <laughs> when I you this, blazed? Yeah, I had this problem, like, last year where I would get, like, <laughs> really high and just order stuff on Amazon. <laughs> it sounds like, like, my aunt or something. <laughs> you, just, oh, you just wake up to you stuff. You have an online shopping problem. But, it, like, I would have no memory of it, so you just wake up to That's things. crazy. Yeah, it's like a little Christmas for how yourself. High can, how <laughs> high must you have been? That's crazy. It was a weird, Did you rip the bong? Was a, what was the method? Yeah, it was edibles. It was a weird, it was oh, a weird time. Oh, you take edibles. Mm. Yeah. And so that, and then, it, and then, like, the not sleeping, I would either be, like, where did you get the edibles from that one place? No, I just my friend. I'm <laughs> looking at the screen friend. like, <laughs> don't <laughs> tell the, if you're listening, you better not be an op. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, there would just be like a lot of sitting on my f- kitchen floor, like eating snacks and mm-hmm. listening to podcasts mm-hmm. or like occasionally I'll get stoned and just like read religious texts because it didn't yeah. r- kind of freak myself out in a, in a cosmic way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fun. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's like it's not, but it's like oh. But I'm trying to read more, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What are you reading currently? Or anything? Right now, I'm reading um, the new Jim Crow, which I've been like waiting to read for a really long time. Yeah, I keep hearing about that one. I keep hearing about it. <laughs> it's really blowing up in the scene. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the blogs. It's um, it's a really good book. I I, it was weirdly enough like. A, a speech by Michelle Alexander was like being broadcasted on a plane that I was on, um, which seemed like so like radical um, at the time. But I thought she was really, really well-spoken. And then I've, I've read like passages from it before and I just decided it was time for me to sit down and, uh, and read the whole thing. I've, I was reading um, a work of fiction for a very long time by this guy, Roberto Bolaño called the Savage Detectives. And it was awesome, but I had to, like, come to terms with the fact that it's, like, I wasn't gonna finish it. Like, the first half of the book was amazing, and then the second half was a totally different, um, you know, structure of the book. And, and it was, like, so many pages, and I was reading less because I didn't want to read it. So then I just yeah. started a new book. I don't read enough to have, like, any kind of 
like if I'm if I'm like reading a book, like I'm gonna finish it and I'm gonna find a reason to like it. You know mm. what I'm saying? Okay. Because like when I like when sex I, when at I, dawn. When I told you about that book, yeah, and you were like, I don't want to read this. I was like, you can do <laughs> you that. Can do <laughs> you that? can decide that. Like normally, I'm like, all right, well, I'm committed to this book for the next six yeah. months. Or I take a very long time to read books. I'm sure there's like absolutely a benefit to just committing to finish whatever you No, like i admire like it's like it's like just because i don't do it enough so when i'm doing it i'm like this is it mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm into it you yeah know? but with like other things that i consume if it's like if i'm not into it like i'm not gonna waste my time you yeah know? so yeah like people yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck them <laughs> <sighs> What have you been what have you been thinking about recently? What I mean, I'm sure like going on tour has gotta be a whole mental I don't space know. of its own. Yeah. It's a yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh tour. Uh, what have I been thinking about? <laughs> um Is it wacky doing a bunch of stuff that's not music? Like as part like of interviews, your, yeah, like that type of stuff. Or is that like fun? Does it all feel like like are you into all of it, or are you like oh, I gotta do this so I can do more of the other stuff? That's a good question. Uh, I've I've had some conversations recently where I've been thinking about uh, how we like as a culture and just media in America, like how we understand and process musicians but specifically like young like female musicians and i do kind of feel like uh i'm a i'm a little afraid that people are more interested in like looking at pictures of us or like seeing us in like cool clothes um yeah than they are like in talking about our songs um and our music and i've i've wanted to try and steer um you know anything that we do either to be about our music or to be about like specific issues that we talk about in the music and to be less about our our image and less about like our personal lives. I think that that's been, um, it hasn't really been a problem. Like people are really respectful in general. And I think that we've been lucky enough to like build, um, kind of already like a canon of like when, when people go and do research on us, like before they do an interview, like there's already questions about, you know, our, our political beliefs or something like that. So then, so then that's where people are more likely to come from. So it's like, yeah, the hardest part I think in some ways has already been, um, accomplished. I don't feel like anything. I don't, I don't feel that different, you know? I think the biggest yeah. thing, to be totally honest with you, like the biggest thing that's going on with me right now is that like I'm just really, really like depressed and I'm trying to figure out how to um, how to handle that in light of like yeah. having a technically amazing life. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm 23 and I in some ways I'm sure depending on people's perspectives, like I have things that I've wanted for so long, you know, like, and I'm also like one of the luckiest people on the planet. Like, I don't like what I was saying earlier about, I don't know if I'm like a good or great person or kind of a bad one or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I do know that I'm one of the like luckiest people on the planet to be born like where I was, 
um, to be like, you know, healthy, to have such supportive parents, like to have had just the educational experience I have. And then on top of that, to have like my dreams come true, like that's so crazy. Like, um, but at the same time, I'm the type of person who it's always been really, really hard for me to deal with like success and to take credit for good things that happened to me. I'm, I don't really understand why I think I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to try and do that when I'm home, but, um, I'm much more interested in like, like suffering and like punishing myself and like making myself feel like I don't deserve the things that I have and whatever. So I'm trying to, for the most part, um, you know, deal with that and take care of my, take care of myself so that I don't yeah. affect the other people in my band because I am now in a way like, you know, I, I'm part of a family and I am responsible um, for certain things like in that family. And I care about like making good on promises I've made. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I've been thinking about it's not really like a thought it's more just like that's kind of what's been like taking over recently yeah it adds a lot of anxiety when you're like oh i have like on paper i am chilling Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like there's no obvious external struggle you know and then you're like oh well i'm still feeling like empty or unfulfilled or depressed in some way yeah but you know that you shouldn't technically and it can kind of amplify everything yeah yeah i think well it's funny like feeling like you shouldn't feel a certain type of way yeah um do you feel and this is might be a strange question because i was raised irish catholic and i was reading that you were you feel like that comes from like a a i actually asked my dad that on the phone the other day i was like is it because we're fucking irish (laughs) catholic like is that what this is like this weird embedded like shame and guilt yeah um i don't think so because i always was kind of like uh i I never had a hard time rejecting the idea that like i should feel bad about my sexuality or Mm -hmm. anything like that like i I, it was always like pretty easy for me to be like that's bullshit um (laughs) yeah but at the same time there is like a big question of like where does that um guilt come from or where does that feeling of like you don't deserve good things to happen to you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it it is such like a huge question, right? Because it's yeah. probably a combination of like things that happened to you when you were younger that you like took to heart, or just like chemical imbalances. Yeah. Um, and I I want to I want to get to a place. It's funny right now, like. We just finished um, writing and mixing all the music that's going to be on the album. Fuck yeah. That, yeah. Congratulations. Thank that's you. So exciting. Yeah, it's crazy and it's like really good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like for all this to be happening at the same time, it's just like, oh, that's so weird. Like I can't even like, f- like I don't feel like I'm really even like feeling that um I'm not feeling ever like what's expected of me to be feeling um, at Mm -hmm. any given time or any milestone that I reach. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's the only thing that's important is to like keep wondering like where that's coming from and like trying to figure it out. I don't think that yeah. we will, but um, I'm still interested in like I'm still interested in seeing it and seeing that experience as something that you like go through and not and not getting lost inside of it you know because when you are able to like point at it or talk about it and like kind of see it outside of yourself then what comes with that is also the the belief that like there will be a time when it's not in your body anymore like i was talking to naomi and josette last night being like i don't know if like right now i can't see a day it seems crazy to me to to imagine like myself like waking up and like being excited and being happy for like the Mm -hmm. day that's in front of me but i can see that like i can't imagine that right at this moment but i know that there will be a day i can imagine the day when i can't imagine it you know so it's like just like don't give up that fight you know yeah sometimes i feel like it's important to figure out like why like where this some kind of existential loneliness comes from or or like for me it's just like a fundamental lack of self-worth and Mm -hmm. but sometimes i don't know because i've been doing a lot of cognitive therapy and going back into my childhood and like you always see scenes in movies where someone's like talking about their past and they were like well there was this one time and then it like flashes back to them Mm -hmm. on the playground and they get you know it's this one isolated incident that's just like oh boom and then you move past it you know and Uh like that'd be cool that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) it's so convenient you know what i'm saying like but i i can't think of that time like i can think of a climate i can think of a bunch of little things that kind of paint the picture but then but then other times i'm like who cares why <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's like spending your time in in a way like like how did the universe come to be it's like that's not going to help you necessarily be a better person you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. sometimes i think that maybe i should just spend my time focusing on like how to proceed as opposed to like cuz obviously like understanding the root of it would be dope (laughs) yeah well but it's also like when you when you think about um yeah like childhood and shit that's happened to you like you also get into the area of like and even stuff that happens to you now like you get into the um space of like thinking about you know being a victim or being like an aggressor and like what have you done wrong like who have you hurt and why do you feel shitty about that and like Mm -hmm. who's hurt you and like how much do you fucking hate them for it? And like how much like resentment do you hold inside of you? And I don't know. I've been trying to think more about how like I'm responsible for my own feelings and like other people are responsible for their own feelings. And like, that's not really the way that I was raised or the way that I feel like I naturally am like in relationships and friendships and everything. Like, I get very intertwined with people and the way that they feel. And I, and I kind of expect them to do the same for me, but it's cool. And I think it's part of growing up to be like, um, I, 
I am alone. It, like I, I am responsible for like the way that I feel inside. And in a way also knowing that like there is a possibility that you can handle it like on your own, um, to express your feelings to other people, but not make them responsible for everything that you've like, that you're holding inside of you. Because I think that sometimes we interact with each other and we, we hurt each other, but it's like, it's not as simple as like cause and effect. It's just like this cosmological, like fuck up because of everything that that person has gone through and everything that you've gone through, like they just intertwine in like a horrible way and you're like drawn to each other. And it's, but it's like, it's nobody's like fault. Really? Yeah. Like in a loudspeaker, like my whole, like, like it's, it's, I take the blame for a lot of things, but when I'm saying like, this is not my fault, like that this happened, like I'm also not saying like, it's your fault. It's just like, things we all go through shit and we're all very wounded exactly yeah um i was talking to to, um did you take that poetry class with david st john yeah i love him he's great man Mm -hmm. he i got to do an episode of this podcast with him and like one thing that he said that like really like sticks with me from that podcast is he's like like most people are sort of operating from a standpoint of like how they're wounded as opposed to how the person that they're interacting with is wounded you Mm -hmm. know and i've been like I'm like a very talkative person, but when I'm around my family, I, I usually don't speak very much. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like just because I'm sulking or whatever, but sometimes cause it's just because like I just kind of want to observe, you know. And that's that's a whole another thing. But anyways, what do you mean? Well, <laughs> I just have a hard time like like my everybody everybody in my family is like a good person and they're a great loving family. I just like have so much hatred for them, you know. <laughs> and like anyways but recently over the last two days i've just sort of seen a couple like things unfold you know from different people's point of view you know what i'm saying yeah like i'll see one person sort of like you know i'll see like some shit go down and then like one person leaves the room and then like they're talking to another person and be like we got to do this because this and like I'm being so vague. I shouldn't have brought... <laughs> well, is it because your family listens to the podcast? Is that what's going on right now? No, they don't listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, I know. I was just... I was sitting... I was on the porch the other day with my with my mom and my dad and my sister. And, like... You know, like... My mom doesn't... Like, some occasionally she'll kind of get, like, cut out of the conversation. You know? Uh-huh. And so, like, I saw... I s- kind of saw that happen. Kind of her feel offended and then she like went to do something in any other because she gets like discredited no she just like like, shut up mom no (laughs) mom they'll just be like my sister's going to law school my dad's a lawyer so they were just like talking about law stuff you know my mom was like trying to pitch in but she was it was this long table she was on the other side of the table Uh so she wasn't kind of like being heard in the conversation you know and then like she got up and left and like my dad was like oh, like, we got to include, like, mom more in this conversation. Like, he was totally aware, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And then, like, but then also from his point of view, like, he had gone in for this, like, MRI for, like, his heart, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, my mom was, like, they were, like, talking about my Does mom. Does he have a heart condition? Yeah, he has, like, uh, 
I don't know what it's called, but it's like a fib is the short term of it. It's like a, a regular heartbeat thing. Okay. He's fine. Um, and like my, my, we, my sister and I were asking them about their day. My mom had taken him to the doctor's office, you know, and like she like kind of told the day from her perspective. She was like, oh, I went and got a coffee and like just like hold her day. And then so, so she leaves and my dad's like. I went to get a heart procedure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. He's like, but so he was like that. So when she did try to pitch into the conversation, it was kind of like from her perspective. Anyway, so I, yeah. so I saw this kind of like tension building from other people's perspectives. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I went to my uncle's house yesterday. And it's just weird. Like everybody is just doing their best. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do your parents um, fight like verbally with each other? Kind of. But not, like, crazy? Yeah, not, like, yelling at each other and stuff. It's much more, because I think of the Irish Catholic thing, it's much more, like, passive-aggressive and, like, don't really talk about it. And, like, weird shit will happen so and then everybody will kind of just, like, drink and watch TV and pretend nothing happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's so I'm funny saying? because, like, I'm <laughs> Irish Catholic, too, but that was really not my household. I guess it's because yeah. my mom is, like, actually a Presbyterian. She's converted so that she can marry my dad. <laughs> um, but that story, like, the specifics of that story, I'm basically seeing, like, I totally see where my dad is coming from. I totally see where my mom is coming from, but there's still like shit that goes down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I totally see where my uncle's coming from or where, you know, my mom's coming from in their beef. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's this term like, um, decollage. It's like, I imagine it being like, um, just kind of like the space between mountains. I don't know. It's like, it, it evokes like different, pieces of visual imagery for me but it's like kind of it's kind of meant to describe like what gets lost in translation it's like that space between like you know how when um were you like that classic songwriter in in science class who like when you learn about atoms and how like when atoms are touching they're like not actually touching like there's a little bit of space in between and i was like whoa like that's so like that's totally (laughs) like what life is is that like even when we're like so close like um i didn't have that specific thought yeah but i i've I've had some like pulling a metaphor from like uh like there's that one death cat for cutie song a lack of color yeah where he's talking about he's like and when i see mm-hmm. you i really see you upside down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's maybe responsible for all of my horrible like uh like songs that were inspired in, in biology. <laughs> yeah. I had a song called exoskeleton. I had a song called entropy, which we all did. Mm. Um, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, no, but it's funny. Like I recently, I was, um, I have been experimenting with having like casual sex with people. And now I'm thinking I'm going to experiment with the being completely celibate because mm-hmm. it sucks. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but it was funny. Like, um, I had hooked up with somebody and I was playing, uh, five Fifteen angels have gone, which I don't know why that was playing. Cause it's so sad. It's a David Bowie song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I just kind of started tearing up a little bit and I was like, but it was like pitch black. So like, yeah. Yeah. So like you couldn't see, uh, that I was crying, but I, I did say, I was like, this song like makes me cry sometimes. And, um, and this person was like, 
oh like what like why like that's gay and i was like um <laughs> i was like it's just like sad like i have a lot of experiences where like i'll be at a party or something and i'll like feel like i've really connected with people and then one thing will happen and it'll just kind of like make everything like this dream world that i've created like kind of all fall apart around me and i'll realize that like i don't actually know people and i'm like I just feel very isolated yeah. and like people can't really know each other, like can't really understand each other. And so I was like, yeah, it's just like sad that like, you know, you can't really like be with other people. And then this person was like, I don't really get why people like don't like like being alone. Like I love hanging out by myself. And I'm like, that's literally not what I meant. Like, You're confirming my theory like, about yeah, humanity. Exactly. I was like, this is very <laughs> ironic. Cause you don't even understand. You're so fucking dumb. Like you're so dense. Um, yeah, so decollage. I mean, it's it's beautiful, but it's sad. It's beautiful because we still like try all the time to like mm -hmm. commune with one another and like make each other feel better. Yeah, I um every time I've tried to experiment with like just having casual sex, like always a bad time for me. Like I've never had like. How have you done it? Have you done like? internet stuff no just like <laughs> I, I mean like anonymous sex what's it called cybering <laughs> even cybering no um i don't know just having like sex outside of like a like monogamous relationship you can't do that at all every time i do it's just like <laughs> like I'm, I'm so extra <laughs> oh, you know? extra. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I feel like you're probably extra. So that's what I'm saying. Like, as a person who's extra, that seems like an interesting experiment. Were you trying to like? Yeah, but uh, that's the thing. Is like, I don't think that I'm extra. You like, don't. I'm delusional about it. I'm like, I'm oh. fine. I got this. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't mean well, to put that this, on you. I have I this issue. I have this issue where it's like I have always been a very like sexual person. I'm. I've always identified as like sex positive. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do believe that. Um sex like feels good and, and that pleasure is good for you and that it's not like i don't it's not uh if you have safe sex like i don't see why you have to be in a relationship and yeah. like all these things are something these are the ways that i identify and um the people that like know me well like know that about me but i think uh i've been thinking about it and uh it it doesn't work if you do c fall in love with someone. Yeah, that it doesn't work. Um, See, that's my, that's what I'm trying. Like, I'm just so sentimental and yeah. attached that it it yeah. tends to just have a lot of. And I actually think that it. I mean maybe you can tell me that I'm wrong, but I think that it <laughs> su sucks more uh, if you are a woman and you're doing it because being a slutty woman puts you in a really vulnerable place. Totally. Like we're allowed to be treated like par particularly like trash um, just in this culture. So, and then if you actually like get your heart involved, um, then it can be really dehumanizing and mm. it can. Yeah. But I think that that also like it's, it's really dangerous for me because again, Irish Catholic, maybe guilt. Like, I'm so into, like, getting, like, 
this pain that I feel like I deserve or whatever. So it's, it's definitely a trap that I will walk into. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the ways that it's worked for me in the past has been generally like, yeah, having sex with like friends, um, and people that like, you know, maybe, maybe well enough to, to know that they'll like respect you. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know what else I was going to say about that. Or if there was a question, <laughs> I was just sort of asking about it because I was like, for me, it's always been like, do you always just develop feelings like you have casual sex and then you fall in love with someone? No. No. I <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I probably. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I'm de- I'm de- I'm a sentimental guy. Um. But yeah, to me that fantasy of like, I, I have a lot of female friends, and like, oh god, what am I trying to say right now? <laughs> and Who I knows? think about having sex <laughs> with all of them. I do, <laughs> and I just like, it's not that I do have sex with all. Like, like my desire to have sex with someone is not often met with me having sex with that person. I see. Yes, yes, yes. I see. You know, and like, um, but on on like, when it does happen, it usually like it's either in the context of a relationship or it's like. Oh, here's a question that I've been curious about. If you like wanted to have sex, like me just at a random day, like you woke up and you were like, I would like to have sex with someone today. <laughs> yeah, Let's, let's play this hypothetical game. Where I feel like <laughs> if sex. You're, yeah. If okay. You I find think I could get myself be... into that mindset. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Could you, like, find someone to do it with, like, very easily? Me? No. Like, so you could maybe wake up and, and find yourself wanting to have sex, and then you it doesn't happen because you don't find someone to have sex with. Right? Yes. Okay, so for <laughs> yes, me... that happens in my life For sometimes. me, that pretty much, I can say, like, it just... Right now, it's going to completely... I feel like it's going to completely flip as we age. <laughs> but, like, right now in my life, like... Yeah. I that's not a thing like I could decide I want to have sex and then I could just have sex you're like a young hot girl I'm sure that like but it's gonna be a lot more difficult when like when we're both in like our 50s like you'll be able to find a young hot girl to have sex with really yes you will (laughs) yeah you probably will just get a tinder or whatever they have at that (laughs) point in time just get like a yeah I don't know what they'll have um I was gonna invent a term for it but I was like not gonna do it um yeah so <sighs> i think that that it has its it's that's also another interesting like factor in the conversation is like yeah um i'm more like if i just have a whim you know um mm. I, it's it's readily available yeah it's pretty easy um depending it's kind of harder to ha- uh meet women and have sex with them immediately mm-hmm. um men there is a uh plethora <laughs> Of D available <laughs> at any time. Um, and I think that that's, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird how unbalanced that dynamic is. Um, it's kind of hard to be to be heterosexual, um, have heterosexual interactions. I don't, it's funny because I always uh, think it's very annoying when straight girls say, like, I wish I was a lesbian. Um <laughs> It'd be so much easier because it's not. It's really not easy to like interact with women. There's different um, reasons that it, it's hard, but right. 
Um, but I also think that there are a lot of reasons that it's hard to interact with uh, another gender just because there's so much fucking baggage there. <laughs> like, I was saying to Naomi and Joe last night that um, I've always been like this type of woman where it's like, I know that society would like me more if I was like another way, like because I see so many stories and so many narratives like we just started this great show called The Get Down that's about like hip hop in the South Bronx and it's like this awesome like Moulin Rouge director directed it and um but it's very progressive and like really really cool but even in that story the main girl who like is the object of affection like is the um church girl who's like like she's dressed like really nicely and all of her friends are like slutty girls and it's like this those girls never get to be like the the main character in the story and they never like are really deserving of love in the same way as like the church girls are or whatever. So it's like, mm-hmm. I know that, um, I would be like accepted and treated better if I was a certain way, but I want to live in, I want to just imagine that I'm in a world where that doesn't matter. And I'm just going to live like accordingly and do whatever the fuck I want. Um, but also like right now I'm, I'm dealing with this issue of like, uh, if you do that, you can get really hurt like you're just putting you're like just walking into a battle like naked like Mm -hmm. literally (laughs) and it's just like it's just a it's it's not um it's not safe and that sucks i wish that we lived in a world where like women were kind of respected no matter what choices they made or how hard their dicks get you know yeah when i think that like Like, if you're going to engage in sexual activity, there's some degree of suffering that comes with it, regardless. Like, mm. in my opinion. Like, mm. there's there it, it can be pleasurable, it can be joyous, it can be cathartic, it can be beautiful. But, to some degree, like, there's going to be some level of attachment there. Like, ideally, it wouldn't be. It would just be this great <laughs> thing that you can not attachly appreciate and then... You go on. <laughs> or it's like if you're not going to get attached, then the then the sex is probably not uh, enjoyable, you know? Right. Some really, like, detached, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see what you're saying. I really want to resist that. Like, I really hope that mm-hmm. that's not true. Well, uh, maybe it's not. I don't know. That's that's more from, like a uh, like, a Buddhist perspective of just, like, like life is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you everything know. you do. Well, and well, and just like this is just something I listen. Like, um, I'll just listen to different, like, you know, Buddhist lectures or whatever, and like, because it's all about the middle path or whatever, you know. So that, like, on one side you have complete indulgence, like mm-hmm. I'm having lots of sex, you know. Mm-hmm. Which the Buddha didn't say, like, don't have sex. He was just like, if you're gonna have sex be adult enough to acknowledge that you might be inviting some suffering into your life, you Mm -hmm. know? And then on the other side of the, and so like he was celibate and, and like Buddhism, like celibacy is like a practice that is like, you know, like most monks are celibate and things like that. Um, And that's seen as like the extreme other side of the spectrum. But the other side of the spectrum is like in like India at the time when people were trying to like deal with (laughs) the root of sexual suffering, there were people like, 
mutilating their own genitals and things like that. <laughs> oh my god! So that's the Buddhist sort of like middle path dealing with. It's just like you don't have to engage in sexual activity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's a especially like in our society, that's like a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it feels like everything is like pushing you to have sex and that sex is like the ultimate victory over everything you know what i'm saying well i think like what the one thing that we like aren't really doing right now is like defining our terms which i think is like (laughs) could be helpful because it's like um when you're right that our society does push sex like a ton but i think it's like a really specific type of like interaction and dynamic um Mm -hmm. Rape culture. Um, <laughs> but I think that it's like, it would be cool if we lived in a culture where I think so much of my thoughts about this is just like, yeah, but what if everything was different? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think what I'm interested in is that we could like exist in a culture where like there was equality between the sexes or like gender was seen as a spectrum truly. And like, and th- if gender was a spectrum, then we would, um, it that would necessitate a certain amount of like conversations Mm -hmm. um, to be had like before one engages in sexual activity. Like we would need to know each other's like ideal like dynamics or, or what, what people are looking for and what people are looking for emotionally too. Like, I feel like there's just um, like, it is true that when you engage with someone like attachment occurs and you're inviting uh, the possibility of suffering, but it is something that, we as humans like have the ability to experience together. Like, and we live right now in a society where people have sex and then experience that alone, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's like what hurts the most about it. Whereas like, Mm -hmm. I really only had this one time, but like I have one friendship where it's like, um, sex based and we, I'm able to communicate like when, I feel like jealous or I feel like lonely or I need like to cuddle, but that's it. And it's like, yeah, being able to like be open with people like that is really cool. And in some ways like a radical. And I think that, um, we just don't have the tools to do that. You know, like Mm -hmm. our sex education, like, could be like so much more than what it is you know like rather than just thinking about because there's a lot other that sounds so cheesy but there's like a lot of other risks other than you know like pregnancy and stds if you're worried about sounding cheesy i just like half-assed some buddhist bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i win are you like a faux buddhist like why is that such a you're interested in buddhist are you a buddhist uh well yes i i'm trying to practice like identifying more of it you know cool because like do you meditate you i meditate? do yeah cool. i have a, a daily practice wow you meditate every day yeah man oh god that's cool for how long <laughs> 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 oh god oh that's cool no i mean i want to do that like it i helps, i did man. it for a little bit mm-hmm. um but i didn't keep it up like most people <laughs> Well, there's so much pseudo-spirituality in L.A. and so much just, like, spiritual materialism that happens where it's, mm-hmm. like, people walking around with namaste sweatshirts that are, like, it, that it, it, it the very namaste much... namaste sweatshirt, yes. <laughs> it pains me to... So the, w- the, the, the part of me that doesn't want to say I'm a Buddhist 
is the part of me that's afraid of being perceived as a douchebag. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to practice like, okay, if this is something that I enjoy, you know what I'm saying? This is something I find a lot of truth in. This is something that I practice. I'm going to have to, and like being perceived as a douchebag is purely a function of my ego. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's kind of, to me in a way, like part of the practice, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, I got to practice. Not letting, caring about that. Yeah. Letting people that are going to think I am a, like a douchebag for I did, saying I'm a Buddhist. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you should like do the whole thing. Like you should shave your head and like wear the, you know. I thought about it, man. I was with the monks like I've thought about being ago. a Buddhist just because I really <laughs> love their style. I think all the women look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The robes. Mm-hmm. And the head. <laughs> I love it. I think that's like a logical next step for me. But just fashion-wise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can keep up with the rest of it. Yeah. Well, and, and I don't know. There, there are diff- there are m- tons of different schools of Buddhism where I don't qualify to be a Buddhist because, like, I, you know, have orgasms and I enjoy meat and, like, I enjoy, like, entertainment. <laughs> you can't – you can't have an orgasm? Because all these people are celibate. Yeah. There's So there, there are, like, certain schools. There's a billion different kinds. Yeah. There's, like, Catholicism. I feel like you can – yeah. Like, jesuits and presbyterians yeah and technically no Mormons. so you you identify as buddhist i do cool yeah um how how many minutes do you meditate for <laughs> well i do i do a walk in meditation in the morning that's like 10 minutes and then like usually when i get out of the shower i'll do like 10 minutes of sitting meditation cool and then i'll try to go to like a weekly like sitting group um but i haven't been doing that as much lately i gotta do cool some more of that yeah i uh, think that would really help me I think like overthinkers, anyone that's extra, yeah, um, <laughs> could benefit from from meditation. The reason I like it so much is because like I know a lot of really great Catholics and a lot of great Christians that practice their faith in like a really awesome radical way. But I like growing up, I was a very like frustrated. I wanted to be Catholic. I was just like folding my arms, and I was just like an atheist for so many years, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And I had a girlfriend who was, like, really into Buddhism, and, like, I read all these books, and, like, it just, to me, it deals so much, like, with just suffering in general, you know, and it's very practical, and it's very, like, like, it's not really a theistic thing. It's not, at least to me, the, the brand that I consume isn't as concerned with dogma or answering questions about you know where do we go where do we come from yeah it's much more just like okay we're here how do we have a better time yeah (laughs) on earth you know yeah like how do i reduce the suffering of myself and others you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and 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 the practicality of that and the directness of that has always been really like interesting to me you know yeah i think that's awesome i think that's like a a great source of something to turn to. No, I do. Yeah. Um, my aunt who I am really close with, um, from Long Beach is, I think I maybe told you this is like one of those people she's into Buddhism. Um, <laughs> and she gave me some books. Um, yeah. I really like Pema. Pema Chodron. Yeah. I was literally going to say, I really love her Pema cause Chodron. she like came from like such heartbreak, you know, mm-hmm. like I love that. That's, the story i mean that sucks i don't know her uh her background i just read one of her books she was like left by her husband she was like a middle-aged housewife and she like got her heart broken and then she became a fucking buddhist that's radical yeah i mean i think it's pretty beautiful because she was just like why am i in so much pain 
you yeah. know, and then um, is now like a happy person. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, any, I mean, are you doing it because, are you interested in it because you feel like it, you say, you keep talking about like reducing suffering, but you feel like it makes you happy to do it. Like yeah. you feel happier. Yeah. Being, practicing Buddhism. Yeah. That's dope. It's just like, I don't know, my mind gets so cluttered with things. Just yeah. kind helps to yeah. unclutter things. And like, I don't know, for me, like practicing, like, like cultivating self-love and things like that, it, that, like that it takes, for me, a lot of times, like really direct, concentrated effort. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like trying to be mindful about. I just hate I can't talk about this anymore without wanting to punch myself in the face <laughs> oh <laughs> no but just um I mean everyone has their own fucking way you know yeah I think I've been avoiding <laughs> I think I've really been I think what it is is I've been really avoiding meditation even though I know it's gonna be good for me like because I think it's gonna be hard for me to just like be quiet with my own um like thoughts and also like dismiss mm -hmm. them because I'm in this stage right now where like all oh, my thoughts are so heavy and like yeah. I just don't want to sit alone with them. Um, but one thing I do do that's like kind of not dissimilar from meditation is I um, will practice um, twerking. Yeah. Uh, like just by myself uh, to I'll listen to like Shrem Life, Shrem Life Two, dropped yeah. or the new YG album, and it's very like I'm not thinking when i'm doing it and yeah. it's like uh methodical and it also makes <laughs> me happy like i think that a lot of um therapies these days are about like getting into your body you know yeah. um and that's another thing that my aunt talked to me about is she's like um studying she's a social worker and she was like yeah I've, I've noticed like how much more like i have so many more breakthroughs like when I'm doing some type of therapy that like involves my body and mm -hmm. I'm really interested in that. That's why I started like, that was part of one of the reasons that we started Muno is because I wanted to make more songs that were like, um, that affected my body in some way and that I could like move to, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm not a Buddhist, but I do practice twerking and that's not, it's the same <laughs> in my mind. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I got to start a twerking practice. You should probably practice too. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a, I have this um, friend, Parisa, and she's part of this, like, um, group. I, I forget what the, Radical Black and Brown Hotties in, in New York City. And there's this one yeah. um, woman who's, like, kind of the ringleader. And I don't remember her name, but um, she, like, said something cool about bodies. Like, every um, buddy has the ability to, like, twerk, and everyone has the ability to squirt. And it's, like, w when we, like, <laughs> when we are able to like um you know free our bodies in certain ways and like express that you know it's it's like quite a spiritual thing yeah um so yeah i don't know that's what i'm doing now maybe <laughs> i'll be able to meditate soon it's always worth trying I, there's this guy duncan trussell that um has a podcast that's really great that i always listen to um like one time i went really hung over to a meditation retreat and i thought that i was like unworthy of any kind of spiritual experience you know mm. but i was like, how, like unholy you know like i had watched porn the that's morning so of, like, irish catholic it's very that's irish not, catholic yeah and when the thing was is i like went and i had just as like just of a 
present. Just of a present. Just, <laughs> just of a present. <laughs> no, but I, I had just like I, I was just as connected at the end of the day as if I were like woke up and had a green juice and like yeah. went on a hike, <laughs> like sat with a tree. Yeah, you know. And this guy Duncan Trussell talks a lot about like you're always you know the same distance like whether or not you're. If you're on a mountaintop, you know, and you're in the lotus position and like your head is shaved, you're just as close to presence or divinity or whatever as if you're like in some motel room with cockroaches crawling all over you and you're covered in cigarette ash. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like to think of the universe like as a metaphor, as your mother, and as like if you come home with like mud on your clothes, expecting her to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. It's like she's not gonna be mad at you. She's gonna be like, "What are you doing, you goon? Let's get you cleaned up, and then you know we'll get to the, the nice stuff. mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice mom. It's a nice yeah, well, mom. that's what I find whenever I'm like feeling like dirty or unworthy of you know any kind of spiritual truth. Uh-huh. That's what I find is that the universe is a nice mom. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought I thought honestly that you were Jewish. <laughs> Most like, people do. Before I listened to a lot of people think I'm Jewish too. Do you yeah. think it's our noses? I don't know what it is. Because I, think it's I a lot have of my, a, like, I have a very Czech nose and like Eastern European. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like a neurotic. Yeah, I think person. it kind of goes in hand in hand with like I don't know, like Mark Maron and Woody Allen, just like heady kind of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's like a, associated with Judaism. Because of them, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a Jew. Anyways, I I tend to take all of these conversations into kind of just like my religious identity and me trying to work through my own therapy. Is that bullshit. like your big thing right now? Like, is that what's <laughs> what's really going on with you? Like, is this religious transition? No, it's not. Like, I don't know. Religious is a weird word. <laughs> is it? I don't think it's. No. Well, yeah. Oh, God damn it. I'm so in my head right now. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, um, we can do a breathing exercise or something. <laughs> no, just like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to like work through my own shit, you know? And mm-hmm. That's one way to do it. I, I think found. it's a good, because you're single, right? Yeah. I think it's a good time to, <laughs> like, seriously, like, why not invest that time in yourself. Well, and I, like I just keep bringing all all this bullshit to different relationships, and I'm just like, mm. or expecting things from people, yeah. and I'm like, what void am I trying to fill? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a lot of work to do that. To, <laughs> I'd rather someone else <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh God. Sometimes I just feel like so like I feel so much like. I think a lot of the shame is because I kind of do feel like I'm a lazy person. Like no, mm-hmm. none of the people close to me um, would say that about me necessarily. Um, and it's weird that I feel the need to say that. I'm like, I'm not actually like people think I'm very hardworking, but um, yeah, I feel like I'm, I just like don't want to do things. Um, yeah. I saw a funny uh, Instagram meme recently that was like uh when like life is like really tiring for you and like you kind of don't want to do it anymore but like uh your mom is like still alive and like you know that she'd be sad if you killed yourself 
was like, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll run that fantasy in my mind. I'll be like, yeah, like that's, I'm just fucking, I'm done with this world, man. But I'm just like, ah, oh, that's like so rude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I can't. My sisters, I have to like make eulogies. Yeah. And everyone uh. would be surprised that it was like me in my family. <laughs> They're like, she was doing well. Like, yeah. You know, they'd be like, ah, oh, that was a good one. Um, yeah, but it is it is um, daunting. I would say is the word for a lot of that stuff in life. I mean, because you're are you you're doing this work and you're thinking that one day you would like to be like married. You would like to have like a lifelong relationship with somebody. <sighs> See, that's the thing. I'm I'm conflicted now. My whole life, I've thought like, yes, you know what I'm saying. But recently, I'm like, maybe. I'm supposed to be a monk, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. Or maybe I'm supposed to be like Henry Rollins. Doesn't have a wife or kids. He just like listens to records and travels around the world and you know writes articles for LA yeah. Weekly. Well, know? you haven't lived alone yet at all, so I would maybe do that first <laughs> for a little bit, and then you can see. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I think about being married like way more than normal. You know what I'm saying? And I've just what's normal. What is I don't think it's normal <laughs> for a 20-year-old guy to, like, picture picking out tile for the bathroom of the new apartment that he just bought with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a huge pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're going to hear first, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I needed. <laughs> That's how Mac every podcast Carol ends. is a huge pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, it's, it's, I've only been recently been thinking, like, Oh, I don't know if that's like, like, is that something that I want? Like, I, like I walk around thinking like, like I had an ex-girlfriend tell me recently, like that I'm designed for intimacy, you know? And so I, I have this like weird idea that, oh, maybe that is part of my purpose in this world is like having some ultimate fulfilling relationship. But then another part of me is like, that seems weird. <laughs> you know, that mm -hmm. seems like a lot of pressure to put on a hypothetical person, you know, and it, and that seems like a distraction from just kind of being present and whatever, you know. Yeah, I think every time I bring this up with people, like, and <laughs> the logical end of the conversation is always like, but I, like, just invented a lot of hypothetical problems and, like, I really <laughs> just don't need to say anything about it now because I don't fucking know, you know? Like, yeah, that's how I feel. I've never... It's always been a, kind of the opposite for me, like, when I was younger. Um, even when I can remember, like, having one conversation with my my best friend, Brianna, who just moved here. She lived for a long while with her aunt and uncle. And her uncle, one time when we were, like, graduating, was, like, doing this funny thing where he was, like, telling us all, like, what our futures were going to be. And he's like, yeah. Lauren, like, you're going to fucking marry David. Like, we all fucking know you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys are going to be in your fucked up marriage. Like, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have, like, this many yeah. kids, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, Katie, like, you're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you're going to be like 40, like with your like company or whatever you're doing. I don't know what it is, but um, you're going to be like that boss. That's fine. Um, you're going to be like taking care of all your like <laughs> friends. Like you're going to be like paying for their shit or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I like remembered that for a really long time. I was like, 
no one like thinks that I'm gonna um, be with anyone. Do um, you think you have like some desire to? Yeah. Um. God. I guess it's weird to think about relationships. Like, there's gonna be a main one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the thing: is that it it always has seemed really wrong to me when people like say that. Like, my mom always talks about like everything you go through is like until you like find the one in the end or whatever. And like, um, I don't know. There's a few different things that like come up when I get asked that question. It's like, I already feel very committed to two people at least. Um, and that's like Naomi and Josette. Like, I feel like we, that is my primary relationship right now. And like it, I don't know how long it's going to last for, but probably like, I want them to be in my life, like, in a really serious way for, like, my whole life. Um, and then also, you know, I, uh, like, dated Naomi, and she's, like, the best person ever. And so it's part of me kind of feels like that if I, um, if I, if that was going to be a thing, like, it would have been then. Um, yeah. But I just, like, wasn't comfortable. I mean, it could be also because we're, like, 20 we were like 22 at the time, but it's like, um, yeah, that, that I think about and Hey Naomi, if you're listening to this, she's not listening. Um, no, no, nobody. It's so far. <laughs> I don't have a podcast. Does anyone Katie. listen? <laughs> Does anybody listen? Or is this just you meeting up with people? And yeah, no, I just record these and then listen to okay. them in my car. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> you listen to them again. That's, not, that's funny. There, there are some listens. I mean, you know, yeah, enough people are listening. Like, where I'll like people I'll run into people and be like, Oh, Hey, I heard that person on this and that was cool. And like, Oh, cute. It's enough to warrant. It's so cute. It's about va- it's the validation. <laughs> just enough to warrant me. Cause I, I mean like at the end of the day, bare minimum, I'm just having conversations with people that yeah. I think are interesting. Yeah. Um, but it seems so far that there's been like, you know, some people that are listening to it, whether mm-hmm. or not it's just like people from school that happen to know all these other people, but it's enough to where it's like, Oh cool. There seems to be like, you know, some people listening. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I enjoy making it. Totally. I didn't mean to derail you. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think I totally know what I'm going to want, like, later. I'm not, like, focused on those things. But mm-hmm. also the, 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 the thing that does come up is, like, I think if I did want that, I'm not at a place to be... Um, it's kind of crazy to me when other people say that they want that because I'm like, it sounds weird, but it's almost like, how dare you like think that you deserve that? <laughs> like, I don't get how, and it's probably, like my parents got divorced and it was like, they had a really bad marriage. Like, and I grew up so, m- I have one memory of them kissing and the rest of it was like horrible fights and i think that probably has something to do with it but it's like i don't think that uh it seems impossible to me i i have a not a positive uh outlook on on you know like let's try to be together until we die um that seems like no fucking way um you put it like that it does seem very silly yeah but I think that there is also this thing going on where, like, 
our family structures are changing a little bit. So I, I do want to have people in my life and I've always had friends forever, you know, yeah. like I keep my friends. And so I want to have people that are my witnesses and I want to be their witnesses, you know, and like we mm-hmm. know everything about each other and we've like seen each other go through all these different stages, you know, I want that for sure. Yeah. Do you think about having like kids and stuff? It's the same type of thing. Same shit. Yeah. That even more so because I'm like, this world fucking sucks. And like, <laughs> also, if you have like, like I have trust fund money and it's like, why am I going to create something that I then give all this money to when I, there needs to be a massive redistribution of wealth in this nation? You know, like, so why wouldn't I just redistribute my wealth rather than mm. be like, look at this thing. That's me. And like, isn't it great? <laughs> um, yeah. But I think it's it's a lot more about Maybe perhaps the self-hatred. I just think it's dumb uh, (laughs) at the moment. But I love babies. I think they're very cute. Good. Yeah. (laughs) That was my next question. I love babies. How do you feel about babies? Oh, God, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to love me (laughs) every time I see them. Yeah. What's this? uh, You said you were thinking about, like, starting a practice of celibacy. Oh, yeah. Well, and just kind of feeling like it would be good for me to try something different and yeah uh i mean i'm still gonna masturbate all the time is that not celibacy that's um oh there's another word for it uh i think it starts with an a i'm totally blanking on it asexuality no No. it's like uh oh god should i google it who fucking cares (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm not going to, um, yeah, that would be crazy, um, to never have orgasms. No. I think that's what celibacy is, and then there's another word that's like, I don't have sex with other people. Other people. people. Yeah. Um, because I I think that- I'm so mad I don't know this word. Well, it's, it's, I'm trying to be like a little more like middle road. Like, I don't want any one thing to like define me so much. Yeah. And I think that- um abstinent yeah ew but that's such a that's such a negative <laughs> connotation because yeah, it's, like it's like a promise ring what they want word. the teens to do yeah well i think restraining from anything like abstaining from anything like just helps you understand your relationship to it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah whether it's like oh i'm gonna stop doing anything or just yeah because for a while i more. thought that um like I was saying like, Oh, sex addiction is like not a real thing. Um, that's like what we get when we have like such a sex negative society and, um, people feel bad about feeling good and all this stuff. But I, I do kind of think that I can get like addictive about sex and love. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's, it's kind of like a why not thing. Like, let's just like see how this, Makes me feel. Yeah. Um, we were listening to, do you listen to two dope Queens? No. Ever? It's a great podcast. Um, it's, um, Jessica Williams and Phoebe something, uh, and they're friends and they have comedians on. And, um, there was like one older woman who was on and she was like, you know, my philosophy is like a lot of people say like, it's better to like, you know, have loved and lost than never loved at all. I'm, my philosophy is just take her easy. <laughs> Just take her easy. 
just take it easy. And I'm yeah. just like, honestly, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't need that shit. There's too much else going on in my head right now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes, though. Because, again, yeah, if I have a whim, <laughs> I'm just on the whim. Yeah. So what are, you, what are you up to in the next, like, chunk of time? Um, we are here, and we're going to be um, just jamming a lot and designing okay. merch. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool period of time because it's, like, we're writing, but it's not for this record. And mm. it can kind of be whatever the fuck we want. Um, and uh, we're getting back to... Uh, rehearsing some of the m- new material for because we're gonna go on tour with um, Group Love. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, and Congrats. I'm really really excited for that. Um, so yeah, learning how to play some of the songs that will be on the record live. Yeah, and um, we're also gonna try to just like be, yeah, productive humans, better people. Yeah. go to museums and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that'll be till the end of September. Yeah. Chilling. Nice. Do you mm-hmm. find it harder to do, like, be a band with, like, now that there's, like, more people watching? Harder to be a band? Like, do creative stuff and, like, where it's, like, you know, you like, writing and... Yeah, I had a little bit of a struggle period, wh- like, when we were finishing up because I was horrified that I was going to have to write a song simply because I need to write a song so that we can have songs to sell. And I was like, that is the shittiest thing. Like just to create a product so that it can be sold. And it's like that, that's not what art is um, to me. Um, So luckily um, I was going through enough at the time (laughs) where it it didn't end up being too much of an issue. Um, but yeah, it is that that's the weirdest thing for me is is deadlines and like being on a time frame and I feel like yeah. that is something that I didn't have a ton of foresight like before we signed to a major. Like I feel like there is that's one of the differences like when you work when you're working with a smaller label or like you know pe- like you're working with your fucking friends and it's like it doesn't really matter like if we need to push this back like a few months or like take whatever time you need. Um I think it is a little bit different. It's it feels a little bit more like these are the dates. Like we have this guy flying over from London, like to mix your songs, and it has to happen then. Um, but at this, it's it's also in this in so many ways, it's like exactly the same. Um, I just I've always been doing this, and I'm just still doing it. Um, and I really, really try to not think about, think too much about uh, being a big band or like getting bigger and more try and think about being the band that we want to be, like being a good band yeah. and um, working along that trajectory and then whatever the fuck happens, you know. Cause it yeah. it also is nice to like be such a self sabotaging person. Cause half of me is like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, this album could fucking tank. Like, watch me. I'll just move to a different fucking country. I don't care. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that really scares everyone. <laughs> it's punk rock, though. <laughs> yes. Thanks for making the time to do this, dude. 
Yeah, this has been really fun. <laughs> How long have we been talking for? Uh, two hours. About. about don't put. Po- don't man. post this whole thing up. Okay. Do you edit it at all? Usually not. Oh my god. <laughs> you could. T- you, there's parts. Where yeah, your take podcasts out. are very long. Yeah, well, that's the nice part about like there's no expectation because it's just me making a thing. So I just make it the way I like to make it. <laughs> <laughs> This is also like the podcast I like to listen to or like th- about this length, you know, anywhere. That's crazy. Like, that's you don't listen to like No, I feel like I listen podcasts? to, no, I listen to like 20 minutes to like 50 oh, because really? I listen when I work out and I'm not yeah. going to work out for two hours, you know, I'm yeah. not that person. I'm just like always listening to podcasts, like in the car, when I go to sleep. Yeah. I should maybe do it more. I listen. Yeah. I listen to music. <laughs> I like music. I'm probably going to cut some parts out of this a little bit. Just to make sure <laughs> I don't like make like, calling my entire family an asshole as a <laughs> unit. <laughs> <laughs> One giant asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Signing off. We did it. That's it. <laughs>